Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Whatever you celebrate, we're here. We're back. It's a loaded care of Christmas over here. We're so excited. I love Christmas. I love all the holidays, but especially Christmas, like, ooh, gets me. It's the gets best. Gets me going. Yes. It is the best. Thank you so much for an amazing launch of the podcast. We are so excited uh, that you guys loved it. And you know what? We're just kicking it off with a holiday special. The Kara Christmas special. The Kara Christmas special. Yep. Okay. So when we launched, we had no idea it would be this close to the holiday seasons, but it just made sense that we had to do a Christmas special, but just because, I mean, hello, Christmas is the best holiday of the year. And with 2020, we need to go out with a bang. Am we I right? do. You are right, ladies. And um, yeah, this is going to be super fun. We are going through the most popular gifts from the late 90s when we were born. We're going to go through most iconic gifts that we've gotten and given and also go through your holiday stories that you submitted to us on Instagram. And I cannot wait. This is going to be the best. So if you want to be a part of a future episode, be sure to follow us over on Instagram at That's Loaded Podcast and you can join in on the shenanigans. I was laughing my ass off earlier whenever I was going through the DMs. I had literal <laughs> tears at one point. <laughs> Me too. There were some like savage stories and I'm so excited to dive into them. What I have to talk to you guys about, and this is something I couldn't tell Caitlin about whenever I sent over the outline for the podcast because I wanted her to be kind of shocked by this memory that I completely <laughs> yeah. forgot about. Okay. And so if you guys don't know, Caitlin and I live together just for summertime, and then we also lived together for a whole like calendar year. During that calendar we year, we attempted to do Vlogmas. Vlogmas lasted about three Wait, days. We did, yeah, we both attempted. And I don't we remember failed. this. <laughs> I literally do not remember trying this. So this was 2016, and one of the things because we were we started out really strong. We were like, we can do so many fun things and write it off as taxes because we'll be doing vlogmas at this time. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Caitlin and I did was we went to a rap concert at the Forum. That was during Christmas or like holiday time? Yes. It was – I mean, they had every rapper possible. And if you know anything about Caitlin and I, it's that we aren't like – I wouldn't say we're like very hip in the hip-hop department <laughs> – But we spent $150 each on these tickets. We were the front pit. (laughs) We were so... Because of the sole reason that G-Eazy was going to be playing. And we had the biggest crush on G-Eazy. We were like, he Mm -hmm. is the shit. Sexy. Mm -hmm. So sexy. He worked at our our gym, which was literally (laughs) below, like in our apartment complex. Because I was trying to work out once next to him and it was not going well. He was... Are everything. So we were like, whatever it takes, we will pay to be right next Mm -hmm. to G. So basically, to give you guys a little background information, we went to Vegas, (laughs) I think in September of that year. A hundred times that year? Yeah. Well, a hundred times that year, but specifically (laughs) the last trip we went to was in September. Okay. And Britney Spears was the headliner for the iHeart Music Festival. And that was when her song, Make Me, came out. And Make Me features g Easy. g Easy comes on the stage and Caitlin and I drip. We, we also, side note, we need an entire probably episode on this iHeartRadio <laughs> music festival because this was the best trip of my entire life. We were like, this guy's sexy. And from that moment on, you and I were in love. That's not even the best part of this story. But I just remember maybe I was just by myself or something, but I remember where I was when I got this DM because I recreated that picture the day before we saw G-Eazy at the forum and I tagged my location as G-Eazy because it was G-Eazy's album cover that I recreated. Oh, I... Do you know where this is going? Forgot all about this. Continue. (laughs) Oh my God. Merry freaking Christmas, guys. (laughs) Here's something wild. So I check my DMs because at this point I'm verified on Instagram and I guess maybe no my deal. pictures were showing up on the forum. Like, yes. And I get a DM from g Easy's photographer. <laughs> I shat myself. I'm pretty sure you like screamed and ran into my room. And we're exactly. like, Caitlin, g Easy's photographer just DM me. It took a few minutes to sink in. Do you want to kick it with G. Oh, my God. 
And Caitlin and I, our like, whole world was flashing before our eyes. I remember we were like, okay, we're probably going to have to like, he's going to like want to snort Coke off of our tits. Like it's just going to be, we're probably going to have to try all these drugs for the first time in our lives. And we're, we can't say no because I don't know how to say no in that situation. Caitlin and I are going through like every possible scenario in our head. Cause we we're like, how do we pass this up? Like we absolutely cannot pass up the opportunity to meet g but then every Thing I've ever heard about Jeezy is that he's disgusting and that yeah, he wants to like hook up with everyone. Yeah. But in one of his lyrics, he talks about like how having sixes up in here, like who allowed it. And I'm like, well, I'm not even a six. I'm a <laughs> solid like four on a good day. Girl, so. you are a 15. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. But like, let's be real. In Jeezy's world, like we G-Eazy's are like world negatives. And so yeah, I was like, non existent on the decimal scale. He yeah. would ignore us and so i'm like are we mentally ready for that yeah we we were not we were not ready (laughs) (laughs) so we ignored it which is so sad and i am now future caitlin is wishing we did it for the story for this very moment so fuck us fuck past selves note to self never do that again if anything ever comes in the future which it won't but we'll be ready oh my gosh that is a memory that has left the building that concert was just it was a lot t-pain was there t-pain came on stage and killed it (laughs) i'm pretty damn positive that we left after jeezy because there were a lot of people beforehand and we were like okay when is he coming on and then once he finally came on we were like all right time to go yeah so that was a huge christmas cara memory (laughs) once again hallmark christmas special like right it hit us up We'll talk about, you know, so much Jeezy doing for you. snow off of our tits. It's fine. Yep. Didn't happen, but like it happened in our dreams. So, yep, it's fine. One of the memories that I love and that every year on December 5th I think of is in college, we did this thing called Fifth Miss. And I can't believe, did you not do this? No, but I love I the name so of this. I think it's so bizarre. I want to do it. No, it's. Oh just alcohol like a fifth of alcohol Mm. and so everyone we had this party every year on the fifth me and the guys it was wild you dress up in your christmas sweater you bring a fifth of alcohol and you just get drunk and that's just a memory that a really wholesome family content memory that i just really want to share if you guys want to steal that tradition go for it it. it's honestly a great great tradition was this at like a frat house was this just at your house i know you lived with guys for a summer so or a year i mean it was at our house that one year that we that i lived with the guys Uh but it was at other people's houses like so you just invited like a ton of people over and just all drank fifths yeah (laughs) yep how drunk did you get on those nights oh i had this like mistletoe headband oh i hate myself so you would my best friend in college mm-hmm. and I had the same matching headbands. We would get it every year from the Target dollar section because they had it every single year and we would get so drunk that we'd misplace the <laughs> underage drinking is bad, by the way. Don't do it. Don't listen to us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I had the headband and I don't think I like kissed that many guys. I think it was more just for like funny giggles, but mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I, mm, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm either thinking of this night or it may have been New Year's where you kiss like 14 people on one night. It was New Year's. Okay. <laughs> Don't even need a mistletoe, ladies and gents. Just that's another that's another day. That'll be our New Year's special. <laughs> that's my New Year's. How slutty Sarah was in college. Let's go, girls. Do you have any wholesome Christmas memories like those? No, I have zero. <laughs> and I couldn't have followed up that if I did, but I have zero Christmas memories. I just have listener stories that they submitted. So that's I guess we can dive into those. Take it away. Should we take I it I mean, away? I doubt they're going to top, you know. We can't. Well, yeah. Fifth was doing pretty snow. good, but I got also some pretty loaded, loaded stories. So we asked you guys on Instagram, once again, follow us at That's Loaded Podcast to be potentially featured in a future episode. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to share some of your notable stories surrounding the holidays, whether it be embarrassing, funny, heartwarming, all of the above traditions, you know, all the good stuff. So I'm going to kick it off with Bridget. She's got a funny story. So this story is called The Christmas My Sister-in-Law Tried to Kill Me, alternate title, The Reason My Family Thinks I'm an Alcoholic. And I really resonated with that. So let's dive into it. This is from Bridget's perspective. So 
She says, it was Christmas four years ago and I was so excited to be home and I started drinking early. I drank a lot and I mixed. Rookie mistake. Might be. I woke up the next morning with the worst hangover my of my entire life and having a panic attack. I had to go to the hospital <laughs> thinking I had alcohol poisoning. The kind nurse notices my skin is in hives and that it wasn't a common symptom. So she asks me to list what I drank the night before. Dot, dot, dot. It was my sister-in-law's first Christmas with us, and she was hosting. She made us all cranberry juice and champagne cocktails. Turns out that the cranberry juice was deadly because it had three times more vitamin C than the usual amount, and I'm actually allergic to ascorbic acid, which is a synthetic vitamin C, which is a mega rare allergy, but I figured my whole family knew about my allergy, but my sister-in-law did not. So her body was so dehydrated, it was literally like drinking the whatever liquid she had, which was what was she was allergic to. So she spent all of Christmas in the hospital hooked up to the IV of Benadryl liquids. The hospital was so crowded that the, they had to put her in a stretcher in the hallway and her brothers were taking turns, taking selfies of her looking all disgusting. And now her family just still makes fun of her, but they laugh. She is able to laugh about it now about the legendary Christmas that her sister-in-law tried to kill her. That's pretty iconic. Bridget. That's, That's iconic for sure. I mean, I love that. I mean, she's also a G. She just she thought she had alcohol poisoning from all of the drinks that she was drinking, but turns out it was just the fucking cranberry juice and her sister-in-law. I gotta say, I respect it. You know, someone's gotta do it. I also love that her brothers were just taking photos of her on the stretcher. I'm like, classic. <laughs> like, I kind of want to see those pictures. The story is from Amber. Amber. Hello, What's Amber. Up, Amber. She says, My mom always gets us the cute family pajamas and never gets any for her. So my dad said she would get her pajamas one year, which is, you know, really nice. I don't know why she doesn't buy any for her, right? but treat alas. yourself, queen. So they all opened theirs and put them on, and my poor mom opened hers and it was sexy lingerie. <laughs> yes. I would be mortified. Her face was completely red and she shoved them back in the box and I will never forget it, which sounds like something that my dad would do if we did matching pajamas. Like that's, yes, that's 1000% something my dad would do. Well, let's hope he's not listening to this podcast because he's probably going to end up doing that. 1000%. We don't do any like fancy matching pajamas, but I wish we did. That'd be kind of cute, right? I feel like that's a, that was the most submitted holiday tradition from people today was that they would open Definitely. up pajamas the night before and then wear them on Christmas morning, which is precious. Precious. So I have a heartwarming story from Brittany, which did make me tear up earlier, but I'm good now, I think. Can't wait to cry. Thanks. <laughs> it's quick. It's just so sweet. So I thought I would throw in a sweet one amongst the funny ones, but... Uh, Brittany says, in 2005, my dad passed away unexpectedly. We were not really poor, but lived comfortably. My dad saved up money, apparently, for a whole year to buy me a car, for a new car for Christmas. He ended up passing away unexpectedly November 15th, but on Christmas Day, I woke up to a new Jeep with a note from my mom saying that this was the last gift from him. Knowing he saved up for an, a whole year just for me showed me how much love a parent can have really have for a child. To this day, I still have that car and probably always will. Whenever I drive it, I feel like he's with me and I smile every time I get behind the wheel. Isn't that the sweetest? Are you crying? Do you have tears? No. Oh. No, I don't have tears. <laughs> no, bitch. I couldn't tell. Wasn't that so... I was no, like, Brittany. That's so sweet. And like, obviously I relate, but that's the cutest that like he saved up for an entire year and she still got the car after. And, and that's so cool that she still has it. And will always probably have it and thinks about him every time. She probably smiles and like, oh, my heart. That's so precious. It's the sweetest story. In a Jeep too. Like what a flex. Like she got a Jeep. Her dad's probably looking down like, yes, honey. Oh my God. Precious. Like it just gives you, it gives you the feels. This is like an iconic tradition that someone sent me, but also it's a memory, if that makes yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. So, Okay. This one comes from Peyton, mm -hmm. and she says, my family has a tradition called the ugly gift, and everyone brings the ugliest thing they can find and wraps it. Everyone has to take one, and it's and if it's not displayed in your house when someone comes to visit the next year, you have to take a second one for whoever caught you. One year, someone literally brought dried up roadkill, then forced- Oh, <laughs> Someone literally bought dried up roadkill. They had found- so things got intense. Oh. I've never heard of anyone else doing it. 
That is the most Peyton, savage. are you fucking... I... I am about to start this tradition. I need to do this tradition with my family. This it's is so, so funny. funny. Like a lot of family traditions are super sweet and like wholesome. Yes. That is fucking funny. I and roadkill is so much. <laughs> like imagine like, finding roadkill and being like, "This is the gift. Oh, this I is would, the gift I'm going to give." I someone. would absolutely barf. But I mean, that is the ugliest gift. And it's the hilarious. fact that you just display it in your house. That needs. I we wish need we to start that. I know we would. Killer. That no. would be so funny. I'm gonna start sending you just heinous gifts. It's hard to follow up with that one, but I do have a funny story from Jessica because she said that a couple years ago, her grandpa. So her grandpa and her grandma had divorced, and her grandpa remarried. Mm-hmm. So he brought his new wife to Christmas, and his her actual grandma was still there. So they all got super drunk, and her grandpa's new wife ended up spilling to her grandma that he had cheated on her (laughs) with her while, like, before they actually got divorced. So the tea was spilt, and it was an instant screaming match, and all of the kids that were just, like, got to go, and they ran outside while everybody was screaming and crying inside. And I am dying because I feel like you would be that grandma. You'd be that new wife that'd be like, <laughs> get drunk and be like, so I slept with your husband slept. <laughs> before you were divorced, bitch. And that's the tea. <laughs> You're not wrong. I'm like, what a savage. Do you have any more? I, I have a very quick one that Tia submitted that she just didn't know what to give her friend for Christmas. So she gave him 10 boxes of pasta and I felt like that was a really great gift idea to you and I'm going to add it to my gift guides. So That's pasta. That's also iconic. And I, I made a segment called Iconic Moms because I had two stories that were about iconic oh, moms. Oh, I know. I know exactly where this is going. We got some iconic moms. Well, the first one was Kat's mom. Shout out to you, Kat, and shout out to your mom because she's gifting this year her dad a five-foot cardboard cutout of herself. Can I be your best friend, please? Like, Oh, my God. That's amazing. Isn't that great? <laughs> like, great gift idea. I'm going to give that to Alex. He's going to absolutely love it. Do you remember when I gifted you a cutout of – Of Jeezy? I still have it. Of Jeezy. As I mean, it, fact, it yes, wasn't five. That. It wasn't five foot, but you know, so great. Also, Laurel's mom. This is kind of her tradition growing up, but she used to wrap her and her sisters' uh, Christmas gifts in tampon boxes just to make them like super uncomfy because they were preteens. Oh my god! Yeah, and now I've she's someone that does that too. Really? Mm-hmm. And now she's gonna do it back to her mom because she's going through menopause. So I'm weak. We love a full full circle moment. This is Caitlin. Of course, this woman is iconic because she shares a name and she spells it correctly. Oh, yes. What a queen. My husband and I put the kids to bed on Christmas Eve, make festive drinks, snacks, turn on Harry Potter, then get drunk while we put together the kids' presents. (laughs) Yes, girl. It's probably my favorite night of the year, but it did make putting together the play kitchen a lot harder than it needed to be. Oh, Caitlin. Is that not iconic? That's so true because Alex's mom says that she would do the same thing. Like they would be going out to holiday parties beforehand, get hammered, and then they would have to stay up all night just wrapping the presents. Then we also got another response from our friend Caitlin as well. And she said, my 40-year-old sister cried last year because she received functional presents versus funny ones. She has two younger kids. I was deathly hungover, and I yelled at her, chugged a mimosa, then took a nap for five hours. Uh, yes, that sounds about accurate. <laughs> like, I am going to be 40, and if Cody gets me, like, a functional present instead of a funny one, that's probably going to be me throwing a hissy fit. Oh, absolutely. I can – Isn't that That hilarious? will be in your future. Just a lot of alcohol and kids' presents. That's what is Caitlin and I have wow. waiting for us, even though we are, like – Every year we get older, we're like, okay, maybe let's postpone getting pregnant because, like, Caitlin and I not have a kid yet. (laughs) Yeah, we're like trying to get pregnant around the same time, even though, like, obviously Mm -hmm. things are hard. You know, if you know the fates align and we both have like a boy and a girl at the same time, and they're just gonna end up dating, (laughs) and we're gonna basically be family. It's just 
going to be a Kara Christmas yeah. miracle. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what this podcast will be called. Kara Christmas miracle Kara and Jeezy doing snow miracle. off our tits. Okay. <laughs> and Jeezy snorted our tits. Oh my gosh. That was great. I loved these stories and everybody is iconic and I want to be your Everyone. best friend. So I asked you guys some traditions on Instagram that I thought were fun mm-hmm. that I personally want to implement because I was like, wow, these are so iconic. I Because personally, I don't know about your family, but my family doesn't do like anything cool. The only tradition we started was actually not that long ago and it was – it was going to Starbucks on Christmas morning before we opened presents. So huge American tradition. What's good? That is Super American. original. Yeah, we did nothing, like no traditions, but I am going to be implementing this ugly present, heinous yes, me present too. tradition because I, love it I need so it much. in my life. So Anne Ralph submitted that she does New York – or sorry, New York – New Year's bonfire with her Christmas trees. Are you serious? I'm like, that's kind of brilliant. I don't know. Is that legal? Like, is that called like a really big fire? I'm not sure, but like, I'm maybe not in California it. here because we're suffering, but anywhere else where it's not so dry, that sounds like a time. Right? I was like, that's actually kind of smart. That's so cute. You then, can name your trees. Oh, look cute. And then burn it. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Burn. <laughs> Next one was from Caddy Elizabeth, which is like kind of like our names. Like it's like also together. Mean Girls vibes. So here for it. Oh yeah, getting an ornament every year with her boyfriend. I'm like, why didn't I think of this? Oh, that's cute, right? Yeah, you could just get like a funny one too. You're just like at the mall together some year, and you're just exactly you just find the, the most funny ornament, like a dick ornament. Yeah be great that's exactly what i was thinking too just I mean, get a dildo and put like was. a little string on it yeah it vibrates under the tree merry christmas <laughs> man nothing says christmas like a vibrator i mean same another tradition that someone's greta girl submitted okay was saint nick day and i i don't know do you sell or did you celebrate saint nick growing up i did not alex did so he loves it and would like to continue that but I never – I genuinely didn't even know what it was growing up. Really? But it's very it's like – it's a German Catholic? thing. No. Uh, yes. Well, he grew up Catholic, but it's also, I think, a German thing. That would make sense. I thought it was a Catholic thing because a lot of kids in my – because obviously where I'm from, Fort Thomas, Kentucky, is yeah. right south of Cincinnati, which is obviously very German-like mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Yeah, there were kids in my grade who wouldn't have a present on the 6th of December when they would come to school. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't know what you got for St. Nick. It's actually funny because I had a best friend, Kelsey, in kindergarten. And obviously when you're in kindergarten, you don't I had a best friend named Kelsey in kindergarten. Oh, my God. She moved away and I was so sad. Wow. She came to me, bitch. Yeah, she did. She left me for you. So her brother was the same age as Sam, my brother, Mm -hmm. and we were talking about like what we got for St. Nick and they were so confused. They were like, why didn't we get anything for St. Nick? So they went home and asked their parents. They were like, why didn't we get anything for St. Nick? (laughs) Their parents called my parents and they're like, "Um, what is St. Nick? (laughs) Oh, and they're like, my kids are are shitting on us. So (laughs) yeah, it wasn't really like a thing. Where we were. Isn't that funny? We're not super like German in Minnesota, or at least where I grew up, but that's so funny. It, this one, I felt attacked when she submitted it, and that's why I'm sharing it. This is the last one I'm going to share. Uh-huh. This comes from Kelsey Mack. She says, not putting up the tree until after Thanksgiving. No. No. Kelsey? Kelsey. Did she just burn me? Did Kelsey? she burn me? I feel burnt. Kelsey... You are the Grinch. You are the Scrooge of Christmas. You're not allowed. No, I'm just kidding. We love you, Kelsey. But the tree can be up, in my opinion, like before Halloween. I don't care. I love the tree. Like Halloween is Me too. fun sometimes. Thanksgiving just doesn't even feel like a holiday to me. Like it's just like a, a day where you eat great food and – Mm-hmm. You're with family, obviously, but this year I wasn't even. I was here. So I was like, what's the point of waiting, you know? Exactly. Why it just goes by yourself? so fast when because 
Thanksgiving is so late that I feel mm-hmm. like you have the tree up for just like a few weeks and then it's it's gone. I'm like we got to keep it going. Know, it and makes me like I have mine over here in my office. We got our other one going on in our living room and it just adds such a cute like ambiance at night. I'm like I want this all year round. This makes me so happy. I know. Same. I love it. It that's why I put mine up so early this year. I was like I need this happiness in my life. ASAP Rocky and I'm so which speaking of ASAP Rocky you're a sexy man if you're listening to this but uh, we love you and you can be on the podcast <laughs> but uh, like also I love Christmas trees when did you put yours up this year ASAP Rocky or I mean you have a couple trees but when was when did you first put your trees up ASAP Rocky no oh my god fuck you <laughs> oh, I put it up the like first week of November okay yeah, that's that's very so, like, doable. Normal. That's very doable. I love Christmas. Christmas. Santa. Bye bye. Santa. Bye bye. <laughs> I love the little Grinch. He's so cute. Oh, wow, those were some great stories, everybody, and traditions. You're all killing it. And hopefully by the next Kara Christmas special in 2021, I'll have some of those stories to share with you that I actually implemented this year. Let's hope. I actually. I'm trying to implement a new tradition. Well, it's a new tradition for Cody and yeah. I because we don't have any traditions. Got to start somewhere. Last year, I asked him, I said, can we do stockings? Because I yeah. see so many what I got for Christmas videos of everyone doing like, this is why I got my stocking. And I'm like, bitch, I want the little cute little toys. and Well, not it's toys, like obviously. Little, yeah. I mean, I guess – you could put me toys in my stocking, but <laughs> they're so cute. I actually like my our parents' friends, like she hand knit my sister and I the most beautiful stockings as kids, but we just displayed them as decoration. We never actually filled them That's with how anything. We did too. So and actually I'm pretty sure it was only once I started YouTube, I was like I was like, parents stockings are like actual thing like people fill them with things so then they actually started which i know is so bratty me but so you they started filling them because of that like of youtube yeah yeah because of what i what i got for christmas videos pretty much because i was like wait do people actually i didn't really know that people actually fill their stockings with things until i started watching those videos and then they started filling them and you know, which is like little knickknacks or like gum and stuff. But I, it's it's so fun to like open them. It's cute. Like, yeah. So we started doing them ever since. And, and now I go to Alex's house for Christmas and Ollie gets a stocking with, with treats. Oh. He has his own and little toys. I'm like, I love stockings. They're just so fun. But Cody forgot naturally. I, I got stuff because I went to Walmart yesterday. Just like, like a dildo. You know, little cute little knickknacks that they – yeah. I got a dildo at Walmart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they anyway. have dildos. <laughs> Do you think they do? No. No. You should look next time you're there. Where would I look for a dildo in Walmart? It's probably in the tampon aisle. Like the feminine hygiene. <laughs> Actually, now you kind of make a solid point. Like a toy. Like you should get them something funny. But, oh my God. This is a funny Christmas story that I completely forgot about uh-huh. until we were just talking about the stockings <laughs> and we were talking about anal. <laughs> Normal so. things. <laughs> Christmas anal. Yeah. Not to get too far on a tangent, but this is – that's loaded. So my grandma is super innocent and just like – Oh, my God. You know, she's a grandma. Yeah. And I think I was maybe like seven or eight at this point. My grandma worked at Dillard's, and so she would get a discount on everything in the store, and she would always Goals. get my uncle and my dad underwear. Precious. In one year, she wasn't paying attention to when she was purchasing said underwear that she got my Uncle Dave man thong. <laughs> oh, I bet he was horrified Did to it- get a thong from his mother. Yes. And I didn't even know they like they sell man at thongs Dillard's? at Dillard's. That's shocking. Isn't that insane? Dillard's is getting she's getting saucy. Crazy. Yeah, Back in 2000. Holy shit. Yeah, that was That's hilarious. so funny. I hope he wears them. So I, I'm gonna I put, hope he threw it on on Christmas. Yeah, for everyone at Christmas. <laughs> but I'm going to put some um, thongs in Cody's stocking. That's Honestly, totally a good idea. No, you should, Thanks, you should actually do that. From- <laughs> you should do that. And then we both need to start the ugly tradition and come back and tell each other what, what we threw in there. We're trying to implement the stocking thing. Cody completely forgot about it until I mentioned it to him. And I was like, don't look in the Walmart bag. Your stocking stuff. Your stocking is in, in there, there, Cody. 
<laughs> I actually got him poopery at Target the other day Febreze? for his stocking too. Poopery, oh, not poopery. <laughs> I love poopery. Poopery is a sh- literally this shit. Like no, I was about to say no pun wow, intended. It's this pun. shit. I bring it with me every trip I ever go on. I have it on my toilet. Rn. Is there any tradition that you're trying to start other than the whole like gifting something? ugly to anyone Mm. like especially when you're a mom is there something that you really want to start with your kids so I haven't thought too much about that like with my future kids I grew up where we got all of our presents and with Santa like Santa was the big gift for me as a kid and so I always grew up being like Santa's the shit he's the MVP he knows what's up but Alex grew up or Alex wants to implement that like Santa gives you one gift and then the rest are from your parents so that you're you're not as obsessed with Santa as a kid so we kind of have to like come to a common ground with that because I love Mm -hmm. being excited about Santa but I do understand like why you shouldn't be so obsessed with Santa you know what I mean uh especially since your parents are like up all night doing all the shit but I feel like Santa's just such a magical thing like I just Oh, yeah. I loved it. It was so fun. I actually saw Carly Chrisman posted on her stories yesterday, I think, and I meant to send it to you, but I guess I'll bring it up now. The way her and her husband do Christmas, I guess with her daughter as well, is that everybody only gets four presents, uh-huh. and it's something you want, something you need, something to read, and I forget what the other thing is, but oh, I was I like, that's love that. smart. Isn't that cute? I really like that. But it's also kind of hard for, you know, having a kid, but also it teaches the kid not to be spoiled. You know what I mean? That's so true. Because I feel like as a kid, I was like writing huge lists and, you know. Oh, same. But I I really like that because I started also similarly doing that with my New Year's resolutions, which we will talk about in our New Year's uh, podcast. But I started doing, instead of just writing like down a shit ton of just be like, things that I want to do, blah, blah, blah. I started writing down be like, what I want to achieve, what I want to do better this year, what I want to, you know, like like different when you categorize it, it just makes it, I don't know, you actually stick to it more. And I like that for Christmas gifts too. Because then you're, no, mm-hmm. you don't, you're not filled with so much junk, like little things that you're obsessed with for two minutes and then you go on to one, another thing. Exactly. So I don't know if she does it with her daughter, but it's still a really good idea. I was like, damn. And it keeps people more thinking about – because so many times you're like, I have no idea what to get this person. You know what I mean? So You're just getting them filler stuff. Yes. So that would help you so much, like narrow down. Okay, what do they actually need? What do they want? Mm -hmm. I like that. Okay, so now we are going to go into the most popular gifts from each year starting from 1998 – to the present, pretty much. We're skipping a few years that may be, you know, lame. Not important. But exactly. But we're going to go through a little flashback because a trip down memory lane does us all well. It's always fun. You know? It's right good for the heart. Like, exactly. And I feel like most people are around our age and would really appreciate this. So I'm mm-hmm. excited. Let's get into it, Sarah. I – so I <laughs> – I was on the plane. <laughs> And this whole episode idea came to me and I was like, oh my God, it's going to be so amazing. So I started researching the most popular gifts from each year. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I mean, every year has like that gift that sells out so quickly. You know what I mean? The iconic gift of the, the iconic year. gift. Mm-hmm. And obviously with us being born in 1993, 1994, we didn't really remember any of like the 1993, 1994, <laughs> 1995, because, you know, we were like- We were with fetuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, maybe we'll just like skip those ones and go to like the years that we would actually remember and mm-hmm. that like really, you know, start Stick to- Stick out. Yeah. The developmental so, years. Yes. I told Caitlin that I was not going to tell her what the most popular gift of 1998 was because I wanted her true reaction on the podcast because <laughs> I completely- completely forgot about this toy which was the most popular gift from 1998 and I don't know if you were too young like if this was before your time because I was a whole six months like older than you so obviously you were so much you were so mature (laughs) not trying to brag 
But okay, are like you ready? Kind of Would bringing... you have any guesses at what the 1998 toy was of the year? I could not tell. So I was in, I was four, I think. I have zero idea. Like the only thing that can come to my mind is Barbies, Furbies maybe? Oh, she's right. Is it a Furby? Furbies. Yes. <laughs> I loved Furbies. They're so you scary. Did. They're so scary. When we got ours, we were like so excited about it. And then we put it in the closet because it would not shut up. It would. We were convinced oh. it was they like would haunted. always like break or just go on a loop and then you could not shut mm-hmm. them up. Yeah, that was extra scary. I loved waking up in the middle of the night to a Furby just screaming in my closet. I know. It's so weird. They look like but... gremlins and they also look like your dog. I know. I agree. <laughs> Miller is a Furby. It was a cultural reset. It was the time where people – it was like the first introduction to robots and everybody wanted yes. them in their home. And also I read online that apparently it helped people learn English. What? They actually spoke? I, I don't remember what they said. I didn't know if they just like spoke gibberish, but they actually spoke real English. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I don't – What the heck? I don't remember See, I- vividly because I was five, but <laughs> – I don't even remember what I did with them. Like I was playing with Barbies and things, but what what did I just – I don't know what I did with my Furby. Like why were yeah, – they were the most are. random toy. Then – this one was crazy. 1998 was the year of Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, So this is a game, correct? Not like an actual Pokemon card. Like the Game Boy. Oh my gosh. I had a Game Boy, but I was more into my Nintendo 64 at the time. So I don't think – I had, like, physical Pokemon cards, but I didn't ever have the Pokemon game. Did you? My brother did, so I needed one too. So, yes. <laughs> so you're like, I need everything that he has. Exactly. <laughs> and then oh the year of 2000. Oh, we're on to the, the 2000s already. The Let's new millennium, go. You know? The tech – Shka robotic dog and I had to look up a picture of this because it was a memory I completely forgot I had. Same. You know I, ha- it is? I had to Google this because I was like, what? Because I had robotic dogs, but I remember as soon as I saw the right? photo, I was like, I had this and I had no idea it was called the Tex. Yes. Texka? Like that's the most random name that does not roll off the tongue. But I know I can't remember if I had one or if one of my friends had one, but someone I vividly remember playing with this dog. It's like the hard eyes. It has the hard eyes. It's like blue and silver for anybody Mm -hmm. who can't picture this. Please do yourself a favor and go Google the Texas rock uh, robot dog. I am. Yeah, I'm almost positive. I had one, but it has like the little remote bone control. And oh my gosh, it flashes. It's yes, it's creepy. That was like I was like, this is the future. Yes. Like someone calls Xenon and tell her I stole her dog. This is it. <laughs> I had like the uh what are the American Girl dolls growing up and they came oh, well yes. you had to buy coconut, but coconut was like the little Maltese dog mm. that came with it. Yes. And you know, just call me the modern day Xenon with my American Girl dolls and my little robotic dog because look at her who needs coconut mixing centuries. <laughs> yes. The She's robo crazy. dog. Kit. <laughs> Kit, Kit, Kit I love Kit so much. Oh my god! And then this was also the year of the Razor scooter and the Nokia three three ten, which I was like, okay, both of these are fire. Like Razor scooters were the shit. Like move over birds, uh-huh. please give me a Razor scooter. I vividly remember I had one, but my I liked my neighbors better because she had a bin full of Razor scooters, so I'd run over before everybody else got over there so I could get the best one, just like pull it out because some of the wheels would just were just janky. Yes. And I always mm-hmm. hit potholes and I would scrape myself every single time I went on a Razor scooter, but I was like, I like I need to just ride this scooter. It was just a rite of passage to have a Razor. So love those Classic. potholes. And a Nokia, was that like a, was that a cell phone or was that a, a landline? Yeah, it was like the little stop, <laughs> like the... I don't know. Just look up a picture of it because it will blow your mind I swear that they, that was the year 2000. I swear those do not break because my mom had a Nokia for a while and mm-hmm. for like 13 years. Like she still had it. We were like, you should probably get an iPhone sin bag, but <laughs> they don't break. Year 2001. Yeah. 
Oh, moving iPod on. Classic. Oh, yes. Okay. Did you have that one? So I didn't. I was still very much on the portable CD player. Mm-hmm. And my sister Same. asked for one for Christmas. I specifically remember. And I remember my mom, like both my parents and me just had no idea what this iPod was. And she <laughs> got it. And I was like eye rolling at her. I was like, what? is this like I'm going to use my CD player have fun with that thing but mine's way cooler I thought it was so superior to her iPod she is she was ahead of the time such a modern girl she was such a trendsetter because that was yeah I was in first grade I definitely had no desire to have an iPod (laughs) 2002 the year of the Bratz and can I just say my mom would not let me have a Bratz doll because she said I didn't need that type of influence in my life, and she thought they the were influence. No, because <laughs> she was like, she "My daughter is already a brat, so cannot have her playing with brat dolls and just elevating this." <laughs> she was like, "We do not need to be supporting that type of behavior." I so honestly, I never got. Them. I honestly never got into them. Like, I didn't care to ask for one. I did get one from an extended family member for Christmas, but. I was just – I thought they were kind of raunchy. I mean, I was in the second grade, so I was like – I was very much into the wholesome American Girl doll vibe still mm. and had no had no desire to get a Bratz doll, but that does not surprise me because I they were huge. I was, like, obsessed with having boobs, so <laughs> – In second – oh, yes, you were in third grade at the time. So I was in second yeah, grade. Yeah, I was really ahead of my so time. So you really wanted so. boobs in third grade. <laughs> Oh, well, because okay, there's some kids that hit puberty in the third grade. I mean, you know, true. like yeah, they start yeah. getting boobs, and you look up to like the older girls. Like when I'm in middle school, I can't wait to have boobs. I oh God, obviously right? didn't get mine until 22. <laughs> You're so. just like super prolonged, and then boom, <laughs> tits. <laughs> Maybe it would have been earlier if you got brat dolls. <laughs> Is that was that the secret to getting boobs early? Yeah. Just needed a Brat doll. I think so. <laughs> 2003, I wrote lame stuff. So I'm sure it probably wasn't anything. It pro- must have been a boy toy or something that just didn't resonate with us women. It didn't resonate with me. So 2004, iPod mini and Razor, like the Razor phone. Iconic. Yes. We are talking because, so wow, 2004 was a year. That was a year Mean Girls came out and the notebook and the iPod mini. Are you kidding? Like, come on. That is – that's an iconic year. I – Wait. What? The Notebook came out in 2004? Yeah, the same – so Rachel McAdams was in Mean Girls and Notebook. Same year. Isn't that wild? What a year. Like, this was the year that I I, I really started wanting an iPod. I started getting interested. I was mm-hmm. over the CD players now. I was used to my sisters, and I didn't get a mini, but – I know my friends did. They got like the blue and the pink and I was so obsessed with it. I was so jealous. So I started being like, okay, they're really cool. I'm going to ask for one next Christmas, but I didn't get one or I don't know if I even asked for one that year, but I specifically remember, skip that one. But I was also so sad because Sprint didn't have a Razor phone. I'm pretty sure. So I didn't get to hop on that train, but I was so jealous of everybody with the Razors. That was like the cool phone. You did. And did you get one in 2004 or when did you get a cell phone? It was when I was in, I think I was in like sixth or seventh grade. So it must have been the year, so a year later. After. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I'm in Kentucky. So like <laughs> things weren't super, <laughs> super happening. <laughs> we were a little behind on the trend. <laughs> Trendy over in Kentucky. <laughs> Did you ever get the iPod Nano that came out in 2005? Because I did. Not trying to brag, though. You know. The Nano. Okay. Yes. So I actually had to Google these because I forgot how many different types of iPods there were. Because you said the Mini. Mm -hmm. And I got that confused with the Nano and then the Shuffle. I was like, okay, (laughs) how many iPods can they come out with? But that was the year I got the Nano. I got a sleek little white one. She was super tiny. I dressed you it in a white? juicy couture case and I thought I was hot Ooh. shit. <laughs> I remember my case too. Mine was a Vera Bradley one. So oh, stylish. They knew how to market. Like every time a new iPod thing came out, like in 2007 when the iPod Touch came out, I was like, I absolutely need this. This iPod Nano does not cut anymore. Oh, exactly. I was so over it by the time that the new one was announced. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is this is trash, which I know is a, iPod a, Touch. 
horrible day, thing day. to think. But I was just, I was delusional. Days. Especially with new iPhones. Everybody, yeah. by the time they come out with a new one, are like trash. It's so weird for me to think about too that we're just like so, like with technology, it's just we're over Consumer. things so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious actually. I don't know if you know this since you were the one researching this, like what the prices were of these product of these like iPods. I remember that the iPod Nano, I'm pretty sure was like $200. Oh, seriously? Oh, so yeah, that's still pretty expensive. that's expensive. I was expecting it to be mm-hmm. like lower. Wow. But like compared to an iPhone, which kids are asking for for Christmas this year, blows my mind because my parents would never, ever, ever, ever these days get me a new iPhone. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, what do these kids that are asking for this stuff for Christmas, like what do their parents do? Because <laughs> do they have anybody They're like a relative that's single? They're getting new engaged? iPhones <laughs> and probably like computers and stuff. Like that's just like the norm yeah. of what people mm-hmm. use on a day-to-day basis. Like we didn't even have computers most of the time growing up. Like that's mind-blowing to me. Like laptops like did not exist. But the thing that's crazy is like if you look at all these things, they were mostly technology related. That's what I was – insane because when we were born, technology really wasn't a thing, you know. Like they got board games and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean even with 1998 when the Furby came out, that's – it blows my mind. Like that was the it toy of the year. And now it's an iPhone. Like Furby was enough to be like, this is the most iconic then, gift. That's technology. <laughs> it's crazy. I even think about that when I'm watching old like Christmas. I was watching the Santa Claus last night. Great Christmas oh, movie. A classic. And the reindeer like falling off the roof. I was like, this technology, like the animation is so funny to me now looking at it. Like I can't imagine what I our know. future kids are going to think about these movies. Because <laughs> like I can't even fathom the animation then. It's. I just wanted to walk you guys down memory lane, see if any of these toys that you got maybe for Christmas, even though they weren't really toys, they're mainly like technology things, but like the robot dog, like that's the one that The robot dog, I, like the nostalgia just hit me so hard today when I was Googling that because I I was like, there's no way I remember what this toy is. Never mind. Fish, yeah, you do. Tamagotchis too. Did you ever have a Tamagotchi? Oh, yeah. Of course. I don't even – oh, my God. Those were so cool. I felt like I had a pet. So I asked you guys on Instagram today what you think will be the most gifted item of 2020 because after going through this, I was like, wonder what the big gift will be this year. And I swear to God, I got the same response from everyone. Was it the iPhone 12? No, it is not even technology related. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. I genuinely alcohol. What? <laughs> <laughs> alcohol. Merry Christmas. Merry and fucking then people were care at Christmas, like, everybody. I would love yes. some alcohol for Christmas. That was not on my wish list, but and I am adding paper. it to the very top of my list. And toilet paper. Yeah, that's what people were saying. And I was like, I don't know if you guys are kidding, but I could totally see that being a gift that people give at like white elephants and stuff. That's so true. And honestly, oh my God. I thinking back to around like March, April when we first went into the lockdown and I drank, Alex and I drank a bottle of wine a night for 15 days. I couldn't say I would love some more alcohol in my life. So, I mean, they're not wrong. Okay, Sarah, tell me the most iconic gift that you received as a child. I feel put on the spot right now, even though I wrote this question. (laughs) You wrote the outline, but yeah, totally put on the spot. (laughs) Uh, It was more of just like a question to like get the juices flowing. But gosh, the most iconic gift I got as a kid, other than like the Furby, I remember wanting that so bad. Furby was but the shit. one that I wanted so, 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 so bad was either my iPod Touch. Mm-hmm. I remember being like, my life will be complete if I can have this freaking iPod I Touch. I won't ask for anything ever again. And then the year Kit Kit Rich came out yes. from American Girl Doll because my grandma got me a new American Girl Doll every single year, which is That's brat, so but nice. Spoiled. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Thanks, Grandma. Yes. Wow. Grandma is the MVP over there. Wasn't Kit – isn't she from Kentucky or Ohio? Yes, she's from Cincinnati. Okay. And she was born the same year that my grandma was. Really? 
1939. So she was like, I have to get my daughter or my granddaughter, Kit. Mm-hmm. Kit is the shit. Obviously. This brings me, well, this brings me to oh. my next question. Well, it's actually your question, but was there ever a gift that you did not get that you're really upset with when you were a child? Like you, you asked for it and you did not get it. My freaking easy bake oven. Oh my God. You guys <gasps> don't even understand. Oh my God. I didn't – my mom deprived me of an easy-bake oven for my entire childhood. I had it on my list every single year. I'd go over to my friends. We would play with the easy-bake oven. You wonder why I can't cook? It's because I didn't have my easy-bake <laughs> oven. You were just trying to be a domestic bitch, and your mom suppressed you from that. <laughs> she deprived me. <laughs> Those – the brownies, so, bitch, they were so good. Really? Because I wouldn't know because I – Didn't you make didn't it at your friend's house? They had, oven? like, the tiny little spatula. It was, like – Two inches tall. No. Oh my god! I didn't have like good enough friends that actually wanted to like Share. waste their easy bake oven. I mean, that that shit me. was gold. That is true. That's expensive. It is. You know. So I complained about it so much that when I was sixteen, my aunt Sue actually got me an easy bake oven Sue. for Christmas. Wait, you were sixteen? Yeah. <laughs> Were you still asking for the Easy Bake at 16 or were you over it? <laughs> no, I was over it at you this were, point. You but... were like on YouTube at this time or or just about to be. No, it's definitely in a haul. I don't know if it's still <laughs> on my channel, but like Oh my gosh, I'm going to go look this up after. So I was complaining about never having my Easy Bake oven and not being a domestic bitch. And my <laughs> just trying to cook was for like, my family. How dare you? Yeah, I was trying to provide, you know, and my aunt Sue was like, I can't believe your mom never got it for you, which is her sister. And yeah, she got it for me. And I, I think I took a MySpace picture with it. It was great. Oh my God. I hope you baked all of the brownies and all of the, the the six inch cakes that your heart desired. I think I baked one thing and I was like, oh, you're like, well, I'm 16 and I'm about to, you know, go to college and I'm over it. (laughs) (laughs) The gift I asked for every single year was a dog. I requested a West Highland white terrier named Muffin. Oh, Muffin. Muffin. And I held out hope. I knew my parents weren't going to get it for me, but I, I was like, Santa, he's a G. He doesn't let me down. He'll for sure get me a dog. He didn't because um, he's fake as fuck. And instead, I got one. What the fuck, Santa? <laughs> Someone <laughs> thought I was naughty. I I got a stuffed animal Westie one year with a bandana embroidered with muffin as the name for my parents. Aww. And that was great. But I was like, it's not a real dog, but like, we'll let it slide this year. <laughs> and the next year, I got a go-go my walking pup. Which I almost thought was the Texca dog, but that wasn't. So Gogo, my walking pup, was actually like a a regular, like bigger than Miller, a white fluffy dog, and it moved. It, it's the quote is it looks barks and pants like a like the real thing. It didn't, but it kind of you know resembled the real dog. My mom was like, "Here, like here's your dog," and I was like, "That's cute, Cindy. That's cute, Cindy. You know, <laughs> still not the real thing. <laughs> nice it's a try. robot." But the technology, man, I was like, this is pretty cool. I took it on walks around the neighborhood. I was really pretending. And then the last year I got a subscription to Dog Fancy Magazine. So it's just, it's just, it's like Cosmo, but for dogs. So it's literally a dog is the cover, the cover girl. And I would draw the dogs from the cover every, every month. And it was. Good thing you weren't obsessed. It was kind of goals. Because I would be weird. (laughs) No, I was totally not obsessed with dogs. I did not make a dog encyclopedia and sell it to my vet that I didn't belong to because I didn't have a dog, but that happened. So, (laughs) but if I did. Still a little better. (laughs) So I asked you guys on Instagram, what was like the one gift that you absolutely died over? You know, like what Caitlin just asked me Mm -hmm. and we got some epic responses and I think you're going to die over these things. Are you ready? Megan McKenzie asked for Ugg boots, which I completely Ugh. forgot was something that I wanted so fucking bad. And I finally got, I think, like, my sophomore year of high school, brown chestnut short. I know exactly Ugh, which ones chestnut. I got. Weirdly, my first Ugg boot was, like, a metallic tan boot. Mm. It was it was shimmery. Um, Loved it. 
so Shimmery. good. Yep. Yep. Callie and H got blow up furniture from limited oh my to God. clear phone. I have a photo ready to go for our That's Loaded podcast that should probably be when we post this episode of a blow up chair because those were so iconic. I remember I walked into limited to and I was like, I need one. Like, get me one. Yep. I had some for my American like glitter girls. inside or like little stars. Yep. Oh, you had some of your American girls. Iconic. Yeah. Damn, girl. They were living oh, yeah. large. Once again, your American girl dolls were like thriving. <laughs> Meanwhile, like Sarah was deprived of an easy bake <laughs> oven, but like. As long as Samantha and Kit are living large, then that's all that matters. Polya said she, when she was 10, all she asked for that she wanted so bad mm-hmm. was a five star binder. Oh. <laughs> wholesome and it's so true every time i walked into office depot my heart started racing when i saw a five-star notebook i was like yes if i could get one five-star notebook i will be the happiest kid i will do all of my homework i will listen in class i will take all of the The notes flex why were they so and still anytime i go to an office store which you know isn't much these days but when i see a five-star i'm like you the MVP. I remember you. <laughs> you. And like the ones that zipped around. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. let's not even talk about the flex that that one that was, was because – And oh my God. My dad brought me home a leather one, like oh. portfolio, like uh-huh. zipping binder thing one year because he worked at US Bank and he would get all this like cool merch Damn. that like no one wanted. But like obviously like, when yes. you're – this is years so old, sick. Like, I want this so bad. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I totally get why a five star binder would be on a Christmas list. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. That is, oh my god, thank you for that throwback. <laughs> I'm so happy, and thank now I'm gonna go order note. some right now. <laughs> okay, then someone else said, "Day of the week underwear from Juicy Couture." Holy shit. I I, for, I was a juicy whore, and I forgot this Same. existed. Like I said, I had a juicy I was like, couture nano case. I never got the underwear. I remember seeing it and being like, note to self, add that to a Christmas wish list. Wish I could have that. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Do you think they sell it online somewhere, like eBay or like Poshmark? Because I kind of want them. Are we going to buy some? <laughs> yeah. They're probably like super briefs, and I'm into it. <laughs> and like crusty. <laughs> Like they may be used, but I will accept them. <laughs> so then I got a reply from Megan Mace, our dear friend. And oh. the one thing she wanted so bad she couldn't wait for was this was so funny. I was laughing out loud. Paris Hilton's perfume. Oh. Anything she touched turned to gold. Yes. I wanted that perfume so badly. I wanted her and Britney Spears sidekick so badly. And it was oh, like yeah. two to five hundred dollars. And I remember it was like just out of the question for me to ask for as a middle schooler. Obviously, I n- would never. But I was like, damn, one day, one day I'm gonna get a sidekick. Never the day never came, but same. <laughs> I held out hope because Paris Hilton is a trendsetter. I never got her that perfume either. Did you? No, I I was like a Britney Spears. Fantasy and midnight mm. fantasy girl, but I know exactly what she's talking about because I'm pretty sure they still sell the Paris Hilton perfume at TJ Maxx. I kind of want to smell it. I, I was into I the know. Abercrombie perfume, like the oh, Abercrombie same. eight. <laughs> so that was my signature. Did you scent. have the one from Abercrombie Kids that had? It was like a maroon top. It was a square bottle and it had the mousse on top. No, but that sounds amazing. The it mousse. was amazing. I. Sp- yeah, I mean, it was, I think, like, the younger version of, like, the fierce that they sell at. The preteen scent. <laughs> yeah, and I would spray it on my clothes, pretending like it was brand new stuff. I probably oh reeked of Abercrombie. That You're was definitely like a Christmas walking present. Abercrombie store. Because my mom wouldn't let me go into the Abercrombie and Fitch store until I was, like. So you had boobs. Much more mature because they had mm-hmm. boobs and I didn't. And also. The models like, outside of the store. Yes. Do you remember so when they sexual? had the shirtless men? And I was, like. Yep. My little seventh grade self was blushing so hard. I was like, dude, Chad wants me. <laughs> he just looked at me. He winked. Oh, wow. But yeah, I just want to take That's you guys iconic. down. 
you know, I love get everyone involved. Lane. I oh, know. Exactly. So cute. Can I ask you one question? Because I'm genuinely curious. <laughs> Sarah's doing so many hand motions. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm tipsy. Yeah, you I'm can ask sweating. me a question. <laughs> I've been sweating this whole night. Yeah, ask, okay. ask away. I'm just <laughs> curious. And like the fans want to know, what is your favorite Christmas song? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Holy Night by Celine Dion is one of my all-time favorites. I also love the Glee version, even though Leah Michelle, I don't know, girl. But Celine Dion, she's the MVP. The end, when she hits that high note, just brings a little little water to my eyes. Oh, Holy Night's a beautiful song. It's so beautiful. So that's like – I love also rocking around the Christmas tree when it's like my, like, you know, dinner time – you're drinking, having a time, and then oh, holy nights! Like after the alcohol set in, and I just mm-hmm. want to like be in the feels. How about you? Well, I have a question following up to that. Have you heard oh, yeah. Faith Hill's version of Oh Holy Night? I care. I think actually, yeah, you showed it to me while we lived together. It's and it was so good. beautiful. Wow. Yeah, that was good. When I say that song that- in general, everybody who like attempts yeah. it, you know, they have to be a killer singer. Yeah, that's why everyone begs me to actually sing Oh Holy Night because I've got the pipes, obviously. is that our intro song? Let's hear it. (laughs) Take it away, Christmas Carol. Um, (laughs) Sarah's Christmas special. (laughs) Christmas show, guys. Uh, Yeah, so for me, a cultural reset was Faith Hill's Christmas album. Like, I only listened to that album from, like, the year it came out until, like, end of high school like that was pretty much the only thing but one song that has been my favorite consistently through the years has been mm-hmm. um happy christmas wars over with john lennon do i know this song i don't even know if i know you this definitely song. know it so okay we, you know how growing up you only have the cds that your parents have of christmas and yes. that's like the christmas songs you know that's it yeah because mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't How a Spotify back then. Yeah. No. And so we had three CDs. And when we would decorate the Christmas tree, there was – I would just keep hitting back, back, back on the John Lennon song. So I was a little turd. <laughs> You're and like, now I'm one more time? Okay, one more time. John Lennon's time? doppelganger. So <laughs> full oh, circle. I love it. He's precious. He's so wholesome. We love. There's so many good Christmas songs. I just, I feel so happy when I listen to them. You know? As soon as Halloween is over, I'm like, I want to listen to Christmas. What about, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite Christmas movie? No, you, Sarah, for anyone who doesn't know, watches also every Christmas movie slash series on her Instagram and does a review of it. So you can go check out her highlights because she's got the review. She's got the tea, but I want to know your all-time favorite. It's tough. So there, there's two answers. Yeah, because there are two. Like the tradition, traditional one that like I have to watch every year. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then there's the one that's like a recent favorite that I just love and that has become part of the tradition. Okay, I, think I know what it is. Okay, yeah. So my favorite is. How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. I could quote the entire movie. So good. Love it. It's He's the best. So good. <laughs> so funny. Iconic. Then there is The Night Before. I love that movie. The Night Before. I haven't seen it's that. It's the one with Seth Rogen and a bunch of other people whose names I can't think of, but it's I've told you to watch it so many times and you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Which is a slap in the face to me. It's definitely one of the <laughs> It's definitely one of those texts that you send and that I, I think about it and then I do not retain it and I completely Please forget watch. about it until you bring it up again. So now that you brought it up, it's a funny so one. What's okay. yours? I would love to watch that. I love Seth Rogen. He's so funny. I well, I, I really like The Grinch as well. That's definitely one of my favorites. I also as like a second love elf in the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably like a tie for my second. Same. Just they're just so good. I love the Santa Claus <laughs> when he is ordering all the food and he goes and a hot fudge sundae 
extra hot fudge on the side. (laughs) And keep it coming. (laughs) So thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Carol Kara Christmas special. The Kara Christmas special part one. You guys, the first ever. I feel like this is going to be the first of many Christmas specials over the years to come. So special. Isn't that going to be cute? We're going to have this like every year. When I have wrinkles, we'll still be doing the podcast. (laughs) Just kidding. I get Botox. I hate you so much. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't know what wrinkles are. Have fun being wrinkly, bitch. (laughs) On on that note, I hate Sarah. And (laughs) don't forget, please, to subscribe to our podcast. Rate us. Give us five stars. Leave a review. A loaded review. We, we would love, love to that. read them. We would love to hear from you. That would be so loaded if you did that. That would be real loaded, girl. <laughs> I hope you have a loaded holiday, which sounds so yes. sexual. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, someone needs to cut me off. Yeah. On that note, have a very loaded Christmas <laughs> or holiday, whatever you celebrate. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to this very long episode. <laughs> Hopefully you're watching this or hopefully you're listening to this while you're wrapping presents, passing oh, the yeah. time. You know? We love. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy Kara Christmas. Kara Christmas. Yeah.